forever. Dog. When your first choice is a big old bus, you turn around and boom, you end up with us. One note we got was to back off the mic. Lean back off the mic. Hi, and welcome to a new episode of Sloppy Seconds, you little fucks, you stupid little slops, you stupid horse slut, fuck sluts, It's Big Dipper and Meatball, and welcome back to another episode of Sloppy Sloppy Seconds Seconds with Big Dipper and Meatball. How are you, Big Dipper? I just saw you yesterday at your lovely queer market. Really making sure there's not a sound to be heard when you close that door. Uh, I just saw you at Fruitcake. Yeah. How it, was? It was really great. It went well. There were so many people there. It was super fun. It was like such a fun community community it really event. It was. I didn't I was super I was um not originally gonna come, but then the night oh, before yeah. you changed I changed your flight. my flight to like six o'clock in the morning from Portland so I could Drink, sleep for two hours, and head right back to LA to show up. For Let's it. talk about the Burbank Airport. I don't <laughs> mind the Burbank Airport. I love the Burbank um, Airport. LAX has recently changed their cab and uh, taxi pickup for Ubers and Lyfts, and it is a fucking nightmare. It a baby, me, baby. It took me an hour and a half to get home from it. So now I'm just going to start flying into the Burbank Airport. I did that Uber Lyft. It took me so long fucking long now Took you get off the flight 12 get your luggage, minutes whatever terminal you're at you have to get on a bus that takes you to another thing the last thing i want to do when i get off a plane is be get around fucking people and yeah. get on a fucking bus tell it like you feel lax fix your shit i will say the time that i did it it was quick really? and very easy and the one the one perk to it is that when you call the ride share, they give you a code. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to find like Dion in the Dodge Neon. But you Neon. do have to wait in a line. You wait in a line, but the next car that comes up, you go, my code's 8196, and they type it well, what in. What time are you flying? I guess you had a good experience because of whatever time you flew in so on. That's but I the came new in thing. at night, and it was, you can check the LAX uh, Twitter, and it'll tell you like Uber, five minutes, Lyft, 45 minutes, taxi cabs, one hour. And I made the mistake of not checking, and I got in the Uber line or Lyft line, and then switched out of it after waiting forty five minutes to get in the Uber line. What does Jasmine Master say? No, no ma'am. No, ma'am. It was a mess, so don't do it. Um. Well. Anyway, fruitcake wait. was great. I saw all these gays I loved. I supported gay local businesses. Serta Vegas tacos were there, and you know they gave Mama a good deal. And by a good deal, I mean I got six free fucking tacos. What? So thank you, Serta Vegas tacos. Yeah, they I, they follow me. They like me. The guy was like, "This is the first time I've ever seen you out of makeup." Okay, Lorenzo. I organized the event. I paid full price for everything I bought off that truck. Yes, <laughs> ma'am. Stop. Um, I'm very excited for our guest today. I know. I'm very excited too. So this person is a friend of mine from Chicago. We've been having a lot of Chicago reunions a lot recently, of Chicago which moments. is nice. There's a lot of good talent in Chicago. A lot of we groom a lot of good talent in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, also, a uh, price of living is very cheap. Yes, exactly. <laughs> well, I guess maybe not so much anymore. I mean, I guess cheaper still. Uh, but she's a comedian, a writer, an actor, a dancer, a lesbian. <laughs> Make some noise for <laughs> Tia Hello, lesbian. Do you here. put lesbian? Come on, lesbian. <laughs> do you do you put lesbian on your resume? Obviously, yeah. <laughs> You're like, I don't you need know, to. Like, they see my it's picture. Like TV, <laughs> film, commercial work, Sexual. lesbian, <laughs> lesbian, <laughs> lesbian work. <laughs> what is what? What you know me from? What's your lesbian work on your resume? Oh God, it's probably like the first. It'll be like. From middle school to college, sad. (laughs) (laughs) From middle school school to to college? college. That's a long... I mean, I wasn't sad, but you know, I was still in the closet. Yeah. Oh, when did you come out of the closet? I came out... Ooh, I came out to myself probably like, I want to say like 16, 17. Oh, okay. Selena Gomez parody song? I came out to myself... Oh, 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 yes, that's good. Yeah. Wait, so, what's the original, so, though? Can't, can't keep, keep my hands, hands to myself. Can't keep my hands to... Oh, yeah. I you can't out to myself. Look staring in the mirror. <laughs> I can't out to myself. Single tear. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I, like, came out to friends slowly, like, through, like, junior, senior year, and then after college, I was, had my first girlfriend, and then came out to my parents when I was, like, 24. 
I want to say 24, 25 oh. over Thanksgiving. Classic. What? Oh, no, <laughs> not at Thanksgiving. Was it, the me- during, was it during the meal? During the meal? It was not during the meal. It was actually like a day or two after. Okay, so you didn't ruin I didn't anything. ruin Thanksgiving. <laughs> and on the day that I was going to come out to my parents, my like 15, 16 year old sister actually got caught with a bottle of vodka and it pissed <gasps> bitch, me off bitch. so much. No. I was like, she took your moment. She took my moment. I was like, we can, only one of us can disappoint at a time. <laughs> That's so good. Did you wait? What was your reasoning for waiting like a, f- a fair amount of time before you told your parents? Yeah, I think I wanted, I, in my brain, I was like, I want to be financially and like professionally stable. Yo, this, and that's I, a recurring theme yeah. because people, even people who come from loving homes, there's that fear that you immediately will just have to fend for yourself. Yeah. Yes. Sorry, you were in the middle of listening. No, it was you. more like I wanted to be professionally stable and also like, in a good place with my friends and other things so that my parents couldn't attribute anything going wrong in my life to being like gay. Like they, uh, I didn't want them to be like, oh, you're sad because like you're depressed. You're gay. you know, like I didn't yeah. want them like you're not in a good stable job. That must mean you're gay. Like that's yeah. because- <laughs> right. <laughs> my parents did have a moment where they were like, was it the soccer? <laughs> And you were like, it helped. It helped. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been funny if my parents had the same reaction. They were like, was it the dance or the gymnastics or the theater? You were like, uh, it was the, the dick size hug. Yeah, I was like, I think it might have been the football. That locker room was good. <laughs> Wait, when did you all come out to your parents? Uh, my parents asked me if I was gay when I was 13. <gasps> and what did you say? I said yes, and I stormed up the you stairs. You said yes, diva, and, and then my... they uh, promptly called the adoption agency to get a refund. They were like, we got a broken one. <laughs> no. Uh, they... <laughs> my, me and my dad were in some sort of fight, and as I was like running up the stairs, he was like, are you gay? And I went, <laughs> yes! And my mom went, I knew it. And that was it. She was just sitting in a chair reading a book, and I was like, well, that was easier than I thought it was going to be. Wow. No. And then my brother went to rehab like three months later, so it was kind of like your thing. I was like, well, I didn't even get to like do anything. <laughs> and all of a sudden, it's all about him again. <gasps> oh, I like of- that. Not, I don't, I don't know. How to <laughs> wow, that came out wrong. <laughs> I like your brother. Wow, you're a monster. So. <laughs> wow, I like that. I like that trauma <laughs> for your family. What a moment. <laughs> no, I, I mean, it must have been kind of liberating to just have it bubble out of yeah. you in this fight. It was done. Yeah. It was done for me. And I was like, oh, thank God. But where did you grow up? <laughs> <laughs> I um, grew up outside of Philadelphia and then moved to Erie, Pennsylvania. Okay. So my formative years were in Erie, Pennsylvania. Do you know where that is? Yeah. 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 Near-ish to Pittsburgh, right? Near-ish to Pittsburgh. um, Had a lot of great lakes. A beautiful indoor water park. <laughs> there is an yeah, international like, airport. Must be indoor there. <laughs> There's an uh, international airport there. There is an international airport there because they fly to Canada. That's right. <laughs> That's, just, That's just it. That is it. I'm Im- pretty sure they don't international. International. I'm pretty sure they don't fly anywhere else but abroad. Right. Well, did you start acting when you were in school in Erie? Well, or did you wait? let's talk about the realness about <laughs> you wore the shirt. So Tienda's wearing a shirt that says <laughs> Ghost Rider. We all that rem- old show, yeah. Correct. I used to watch it as a kid. And remind me of the premise, Meatball. Uh, there was a ghost and it would write things in Clues, notes. Clues and stuff. I remember very and specifically were- the cereal, like the letters oh in the God, cereal yeah. would like write out a and word. And they were like teen sleuths yes who would use the ghost to solve mysteries mysteries mm-hmm. riddles crimes. were they murder was it murder, no, murder, murder. Never murder. it was Never. like Never. who Never. stole the library book type yeah of it yes. was like very simple <laughs> the most famous one i think is when julia styles was on it <laughs> and she plays a hacker like a high school hacker oh i remember that um vaguely. because there's like a a, it's like the first time they're talking about the internet and someone is changing grades and pulling the fire alarm through the computer system. And it was all that old like black screen with the green letters. Yes. And yes, the, yes. the ghost is like, it's the girl who likes dancing. Yeah. Get her. Yeah. Get her. There's a great scene. I, someone has it on YouTube, but it's just Julia Stiles like talk. My sister was on the show. Oh. This is where you got bit by Sorry. the bug. Yeah. <laughs> my sister played Tina Nguyen. The only other Vietnamese girl on that show. <laughs> Got it. Check. <laughs> um, but there's a great scene of her and Julia Stiles, and Julia Stiles uh, 
is kind of condescending to her about internet lingo, but she says wild shit. She's just like, do you know about the hack fest? Do you know about like rattles? Like she just like makes up all these crazy things. You know about, you know about internet jams? Do you know what you're doing? And my sister's just like, uh, no. How old was your sister on the show? So she was like, I think she was probably in in high school. My family got into performing. Wait, you were a child model. I was a child model. Um, <laughs> if you come across any connects boxes, <laughs> no, I love connects. <laughs> oh my god, I used to cover my house in those. Oh, I love them. They're, they're very, not... they're smart, uh, problem solving, yes, uh, they are. engineering toys. They never like took off like Legos did, but no. I loved them. I think they looked too mean. Yeah, like the little um, circular pieces. Explain that. <laughs> Get into that uh, discrimination. <laughs> uh, to me, the way that they, like, there was a lot of, like, tiny pieces that would, like, open up. You know, because there were, like, yeah. holes. You know, and it, it, they it did always hurt my like, finger. It always looked like tentacles or, like, spider legs. Like, you know the robots in the Matrix trilogy, like, towards the end, they, like, look like insects? I've never seen them made. Okay. I'm sorry. Wow. <laughs> Made I'm by, trying to look. Is made okay, by wait, remember queer I got the icons, Connects, the I, got the, I, I got the Connects um, Ferris wheel for Christmas one year, and <gasps> it was go off impossible to make. And my dad would like look at it, and he'd be like, "No, we're not. We can't." Well, so we just used is- the pieces and like covered the floor though. <laughs> Like that's all we would do. No, we, no, we would like connect it and like try to make it impossible to walk into certain rooms. That's yeah, because they would stab your feet. Yeah, they were they were rough. they were kind. You're right. They were kind of a okay. You're right. I'm going. You know. But I, now I'm looking at the Ferris wheel and I'm like, it's only three hundred ninety nine dollars. Should I buy one? No. Uh, should I try to put one in my living room? Is it? It's the one that has its own mechanical. Yeah, yes. it comes with its own fucking machinery. Oh my god! I can't. You like tried, tried to, to build no, no, that. You tried to build that. That's insane. That was. I think it was a smaller one. This one's huge. I used to get like there the tiniest Lego one. packages and could never put them together. Well, that's a huge problem. <laughs> yeah, it, was like, it was this one. This is the one that we. Yes. Got. Okay. Yeah, like yeah, the yeah, basic. Yeah, yeah. That's, that makes sense. That one's so fun. Can't I can't wait had... to have to try to find these pictures again to put them on. Okay, the... wait. I'm gonna pull it up for you. I have Instagram. it on my. I have it on, on my Instagram. Insta of a picture of me. My parents have like the box. Still so how many? You have you're one of four or three. I am one of four daughters. Okay, and we're all super spread out. All same parents. My sisters are seven and eight years older than me, and then my younger sister is nine years younger. than and me. And everyone is like good looking, so they were like actors, models, chill, like because oh, in your in, isn't your niece. Yeah, my niece is like popped up on an Amazon show. Yeah, recently. my niece was in modern. Okay, this blew my mind because I didn't know that she was doing this. And you're in the industry. And I'm in the industry, but I knew she had like she's booked and blessed. <laughs> she's she's booked and blessed, and she's five years old. And Little bitch. I know. <laughs> shave her head. Shave her head. How dare you? Shave her head. Um, you're like you know it would be fun you know, if <laughs> and we she's shaved got these your head. <laughs> Um, if I just like V for Vendetta one day. <laughs> and she's like I was booking and then all of a sudden <laughs> but she booked something on Netflix and I was like oh fun like great it, like awesome I was so proud of her and then my sister told me that it was for the show Modern Love you know that new Amazon Prime show mm-hmm. no Oh, it's got like Tina Fey. It's like it's like episodic. Um, it's based on a, a column that used to be written for in the New the York Times, Times, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. right. There, it's going to be like real stories. Yes. from the New York Times that they make it a show. Okay, I've it seen is in the ads for it. Um, when it comes out, I come to find out that she is the daughter of an interracial gay couple, and one of the dads is the hot priest from Fleabag, and it. <gasps> Blew my mind. It's a really, oh it's a really good and episode she's so, too. Is so hot. And she's so good. And she's so good in it, isn't she? But the wild thing is that they're talking about capitalism. It's really funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that the dad is like, we're, no, we're, we're capitalists. capitalists. Oh, I love. Isn't that, that crazy? Yeah, because they live in America. Yeah, they're like we're capitalists, and she's like cattle pips. <laughs> she's so she's cute. so good in it. It's really stupid. you know who. Wasn't a good child actor. The little modern family 
the what? little girl that they adopted. Drag, drag her. Yeah, drag her. No oh, good. Did she grow up into yeah. it? Yeah. Oh. Well, I think no, she they was had a, a baby, she, and then they like jumped and then five they, years, and they cast on the her, show, and then they cast this girl who was so cute. But as like they grow up, you sometimes realize like, ooh. Well, it is. <laughs> it is that funny thing where you you're rolling the dice when they're kids, yeah. Because right? yeah. you go like, you're amazing as a five year old, but like you could turn into an asshole when you're seven. Yes, yeah. and also when you're like a young kid actor, I feel like people let you be precocious yes. and a li- like an adult, and then you you don't act like a kid anymore. Yeah, and then you don't even yeah. So, so wait, so when your sister was on Ghostwriter, yes, y- you guys were in Pennsylvania and they shot the show there. No, they shot it in Brooklyn, but my oh, sister very hip, very hip in Fort Greene. Okay, Is that right? yeah, very very hip. My family got into acting because when my sisters were younger. My parents entered them into a mall talent show contest. Yeah. <laughs> if there's anything we miss from the death of the American Mall, is the, the contest the and model the con- con- concerts. Yeah, the concerts and the, the, the modeling scouts that yes, just the walk modeling. around being like, would you fill out this form? You're beautiful. Yes, they're like, why don't you put on some Burlington Coat Factory clothes <laughs> and walk down the aisle? <laughs> that is what happened. But my they entered into a talent contest and... You know, it was a mostly white suburb outside of Philadelphia, and they sang Frere Jaca in Vietnamese and blew people's minds. They were like, oh my God, these two sisters. And they were dressed as, they were wearing the same outfits, and my mom made their, like, sewed all their outfits. They're like little dresses. And one of the judges was an agent, signed them on the spot. (laughs) Okay, Philadelphia agent signed them on the spot and just started like, Putting, sending them out to auditions. They were on, they did like a Sesame Street commercial, they did commercials, and then my sister auditioned and got Ghostwriter, and we like spent summers back and forth going to uh, Brooklyn. That is so wild. Isn't that crazy? That. Well, <laughs> I, guess, I guess what's interesting about this is, to sort of like jump forward, I wanna talk a little bit about like comedy and college and that whole thing, but when I met you, we met at a party, you mm-hmm. were like fun and you were dancing and I was like, oh, Thank I you. like her. She's fun and she was dancing. And you were friends with a friend of mine and I was looking for backup dancers and that's how we became friends. Mm-hmm. But you always had a, a full-time day job. Yes. Like I was always like, let's rehearse at two in the afternoon. And you're like, remember I have a day job? And I was like, oh, okay. And I would always think to myself, I'm like, oh, I wonder like, like how serious is she? Truly, I was thinking about this. I was like, how serious is she about being an artist and being a performer? Yeah. Because she like works a full-time job and like you have a degree in biology? Yes. And so- Bio pre-med. Right, exactly. And so I always had this sense that like creativity was sort of secretive like in your family and that you were into it but you were like no no no, I'll work my job and I'll do my thing cut to uh after I left Chicago I came back and your first fucking like pro acting gig is main stage in second city (laughs) and now you're out here in LA like booking and writing and doing everything eating better is easy with factors delicious ready to eat meals every fresh never frozen meal is chef crafted Dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. When my fridge is stocked with Factor Meals, I'm like, oh baby, I don't have to think about this. Mm-hmm. Like. It is so nice. The combinations are so good. I am a meat eater, but the vegetable options, there are so many. Like, I remember I had like a, it was like a mushroom with pasta and like a cauliflower rice. And I was like, the mushroom is filling. Like, there's plenty of uh, portion, there's plenty of vegetable, and there's plenty of flavor. And I am usually sort of not a microwave person. Mm -hmm. Very cool that this quality of food can just be heated up in the microwave. And so fast. I also love it because I am a, a very much into ordering delivery. I and know. now having all the food there, I can kind of ma- pick what I want and it's ready in two minutes. I don't have to wait an hour for stuff to get delivered. And these are way healthier options than ordering delivery. Completely. And when they have multiple things in them, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, if I cook for myself, all I'm going to eat is the biggest bowl of pasta you've ever seen in your life. But this oh, is yeah. like, you get a little pasta and the chicken and a vegetable all in one dish. Looking for gourmet meals? Try meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, 
truffle butter, broccolini, and asparagus. And Factor Meals eliminate the hassle of prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. All you gotta do is heat up and savor the good stuff. Customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need. Pause to reschedule deliveries that suit your lifestyle. And we're celebrating Earth Day all month long with Factor. Look out for the Earth Month Eats badge on the menu items for their lowest carbon footprint meals. Head to factormeals.com slash sloppyseconds50 and use code sloppyseconds50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code sloppyseconds50 at factormeals.com slash sloppyseconds50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. That's a sleigh, baby. Oh, well... I had a, I did I did the whole full time day job thing so that my I, I think it was part of me showing my parents that I could like take care of myself yeah. right and I worked at a life science ad agency life as a sciences co- honey as a copywriter which was is a very bizarre niche thing where you're like for our company it was not pharmaceuticals it was like the step before pharmaceuticals so we were advertising to other scientists to help them with their research. Okay. Are you sleeping yet? Um. <laughs> okay. Did I just put you all to sleep? <laughs> okay. You're like, hey, science man, you know what would be dope? This, this centrifuge. Come on, yeah. babe. <laughs> yeah. Get into it. <laughs> like, this DNA machine is sexy. <laughs> Truly, that was my day. Oh, my God. Like, I'd have a boss that come in and be like, how do we make this? Okay, how do we make this? Um. <laughs> Uh, what's what were some of some of the things? Yeah, like how do we make this DNA machine like this this coder sexy? Like how do we make I it like sexier? I was just thinking about this the other day. I hate uh. when like they make a new movie and then like it's like a sexier version of like the original. And I'm like, what do you mean sexy? Yes, sexy is not a word that's appealing to me in like I don't know a comic book movie. Same. I don't get it. I don't sexy get it is always appealing to me. But like they're I not actually. See the, but they're truly, not making honestly, it sexy. I want to see the sexy it's not version sexy. of things. I think they just mean like darker and grittier. But it's never sexy. Like the Joker was or Joker was like it's a sexier take on his background. It's oh, darker, really? grittier. And I was like, it was not sexy at all. It was actually kind of. Mm, I can't. Well, off. I I think especially like your boss saying a DNA machine is sexy. Yeah. I think that word over the last couple decades has like just become like what makes it pique your interest. Not yeah. How right. is it actually totally sexy? And I've clearly have pushed aside all of that work because I don't even think DNA machine is a real thing. <laughs> like, I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm like tracking my brain to be like, what were the things that I was working like, how on? How many DNA machines did you guys wrap? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, DNA, uh, DNA machine, machine is like point someone who's, yeah. 1.0. Uh, yeah. We did the 2.0 of the DNA machine. I mean, I sounded like a bad spy. Like, a, bad, like a spy who's like, go, 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 go into the lab. Get the DNA machine, Get the DNA machine. But like, I was always working, like during the day I was just always writing first sketches. I did sketch comedy with my like friends from college all around oh, yeah. Chicago. So you did, you were in a sketch group in college and yeah. you guys continue, it's still a thing, isn't it? Or uh, almost, or it well, was? Almost still, a decade. Almost a decade. We're still, we don't, we're not making anything anymore, but we're all like still very close and a lot of us are still doing um, our right. own comedy things, which is so fun. Um, and I was just, there was a point where, I want to say like four years ago, that I <laughs> broke down and cried to my girlfriend. And she's like, well, if you want to do comedy, like you've been making it a plan B, like you've been putting it on the back burner. So like, what are some steps that you can take to make it like a full-time thing for you? And then I kind of like set a little goal list and applied for a bunch of different fellowships at Second City and got one of them. And it ch- it kind of changed my life in terms of um, seeing this as like a possible full-time thing. Yeah. Because the hit list there is like, you got the fellowship, you got cast on the main stage, you did that, you got big auditions and things, yeah. you moved out to LA, you're working now. It was really, I, <laughs> I feel I feel very lucky, but I had, yeah, but I, as you know. But you also had like a huge amount of experience that no one 
knew because a lot of yeah, times yeah. that whole scene feels very pay to play right i i go through mm-hmm. i pay for all my classes and yeah, i'm around totally. the building for four years everyone sees me then i get my shot to audition for the major you had been doing all of this stuff and doing all this work but just like on your own terms yeah. so yeah. you walked in the building with like a whole utility belt full of experience and talent yeah well because we had remember salonathon yeah salonathon was this awesome variety show in chicago that was at beauty bar every monday and it was just a great space that was like the first time i did Stand up, and it, and it's not a comedy club. It's not a comedy club. It was heavily queer. Yeah, not 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 exclusively, but yeah. yeah. So, but it was just like a variety show. So someone would do stand up, someone would do like a set, yeah, like music, someone would do drag. drag. So someone, that's awesome. Someone would read poems. Someone would get out and do some like weird performance art, like it experiment. Was, but it was like it. a place where you could really go and like experiment and show, yeah, and like just test stuff out in a comfortable way. And that's it was nice. It was we so, don't have anything like that anymore. It was Weekly. so awesome. Weekly deep. It was every single and Monday packed. packed, absolutely packed, and it was always like literally like a ninety minute or a two hour show every week. Just yeah. tons of people. That's awesome. Chicago is really like I, I I do think that Chicago, for some reason, just in drag and everything that I know of it, it like just you can experiment more there and you can feel safer yeah. there. I would say the way that like like because we've had a couple Chicago, we've had a lot of Chicago queens <laughs> come on the show, and the way they talk about the drag scene, sort of like over the last five or six years shifting and turning into something else and now chicago has like some of the biggest up-and-coming queens Mm -hmm. there's so much talent there are so many more shows like when we were both living there there weren't that many drag shows to go to and now you can find a drag show like every night and the chicago queens aren't just out there lip-syncing they're like putting on they're they're doing stand-up and drag they're doing roasts and drag they're like doing all this other stuff that you don't think of drag queens doing all the time. That and I feel so like cool. what's happening there now with drag felt like when we were living there, what was happening with like indie music and comedy and like yeah. queer performance oh. art. Cause a lot of those people that we used to do stuff with out there don't live there anymore and are doing like big, cool things in New York and LA. Which is so cool to yeah. see. Yeah. I think the thing about Chicago is that like you get to experiment and there isn't the pressure of the industry or like the looming pressure of someone like seeing you maybe failing. Like everyone just got to kind of perform and fail and also have fun in a very safe environment. Yeah, yeah. like And then you, everyone was good too. If you do a comedy show here in LA, <laughs> yeah. you can look at the lineup or the room and be like, they write on this show. Yeah. Yeah. They're out on tour. They're doing this. And in Chicago, you're like, cool, everyone looks good looking and is smiling. <laughs> like, they're just like nice. But it's like everyone on this, everyone on this lineup is gonna f- like blow up like what? everyone is so so talented i love chicago <laughs> i miss it well i'm excited for this winter coming up here in la where we don't have to do are oh. you going back no well, i'm going back just this next week because my my partner lives in illinois right now well let's talk about this because i what you have done and we don't have to dive deep into your personal life but the, <laughs> the broad strokes of you yes. being in a long distance long term mm-hmm. multiple moving relationship yeah that seems solid as ever. It's really good. Shocking to this person. We've been together for ov- like over six years. And how long have you been like long distance? It's like off and on. So we started dating long distance. Okay. Um, she was in Paris. <laughs> Brag. <laughs> uh, sorry for the most romantic story ever. Um, she and was, you were like, and I was the Eiffel Tower. And I was in Chicago and it was cold. And I was texting from my Nokia phone and she was in Paris. <laughs> she was in Paris. Um, but probably ha- like three of those years we spent long distance. Like she got back from Paris. We lived together. And then she got a fellowship in New York. She's an academic um, and was there for a year and like was in Rhode Island for a year. And now she's in Champaign. So we've just been like together and away, together and away. <laughs> Have you been in a long distance? No, Meatball just wants to drink champagne. You said champagne. <laughs> champagne. <laughs> That's it. Champagne. Meatball was like. I hear booze. Were you in a long distance relationship? No. I was in one. Um yeah. Like the uh, like two or three years ago, we were together for about two years or whatever. But I moved to LA. Like we started together, and then I moved to LA, and then I just found out he was cheating on me the whole time. Oh. I know. Didn't you make him pay for all your stuff to move out here though? No. Oh. Oh, that would have been a victory. That would have been really yeah. That yeah, would have been, been, been nice. I thought you said nice. you you you're when you left New York, you didn't. Oh, really I left t- all my stuff there, and I made my friends. Oh, your and friends. Oh. He was a part of it. They didn't pay. They went and packed up my apartment. 
and then it moved. Bill him now. Yeah. yeah. Just send him a Venmo. <laughs> You're like, you, you owe me money, actually, because <laughs> you cheated. Um, but yeah, we're we're very good. That's awesome. I don't want to brag about her, but like, we're very good at talking to each other, and we're and she's the best. That's so cool. I love my partner. Yeah, <laughs> and you're a cat dad. And I'm a cat dad. You cats? Yeah, I never, I did not grow up with pets. Really? Yeah, like my my parents weren't really into it, and we had neighbors that had, what are the police dogs? German, German shepherds. German shepherds. They would run up and down oh my God, the fence just and just bark at us. So oh like, my God. that scarred me as a kid, and I was so scared. And then I started dating this woman who had a cat, and I was like, fuck. I don't know. Oh, because you were just like pets in general. Yeah, pets in general. I just did, I don't know how to be around. I yeah. didn't know how to be around pets. Okay. Um, <laughs> do, why? Do, does every are you good at being around pets? Some dogs I really get along with. Every dog he, I he lives with an animal. He has an animal in his oh. house, but he does not. Wait, what pet? It's not a pet to him. It's just there happens my room, to be an animal. My roommate has a dog. Oh, I didn't but know that. But he doesn't pet the dog. He doesn't talk to the dog. He like doesn't want to be around the dog at all. The dog doesn't like me because no, I am you're not- a dick to the dog. Okay. No, because I'm not the owner. You can't say this dog doesn't like me. Tell me this. You don't like the dog. Dogs I... don't inherently like everybody. <laughs> right, That's so the dog doesn't like dogs. me. This is very illuminating because when I- You just I... proved my point. Wait. No, you don't like the dog. <laughs> I'm sure the dog. I've I don't, been over. Here, the dog no, no, goes no, over no, for no. pets, and you don't pet it. Like it wants yes, your th- attention. Yes, it's not my dog. <laughs> but you can't say the dog doesn't like you. You don't like the dog, and you ignore the dog. Oh, you were just so judgmental, looking at me when I was like, I don't know how to be around pets, and you were like, Really? Why? But now I'm hearing <laughs> you don't no, know how to be, you around, know how to pets. be around pets. I know how to be. <laughs> you ain't being it. No, how I'm being is me and me and that dog just keep our own separate space. Wow. I feel a very- um, You're like an evil stepmom. No, 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 no. I feel actually that I have- (laughs) I was just having this conversation with someone. I feel like I have a really strong intuition with animals, and I can tell very quickly if they're into it or not into it. Oh, I see. And if they're not into it, I don't need to win you over. Yeah. You can be over there, and I'll be over here. And if you want to come say hi, and we have a vibe, then great. You can be my dog friend. I mean, I, now I love pets. I have. Oh, right. Sorry. Now, no, but now I love pets. But like every dog I meet, I don't know what it is about me. They just go straight for my crotch. And I'm like, a, <laughs> and I'm like, very clean person. No, I'm serious. I like shower like crazy. Is it that you eat a lot of meat? Do you think that's what it is? And you exude like a beef pheromone? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, in the folds of my lady. <laughs> it's beefy. Wow. It's beefy. Wow, bringing a new meaning to beef curtains. I don't um, know why, but dogs always hump me and like sniff my crotch. So, I don't know. Yeah, what it is? What is I it? I do eat a lot of meat too. So, it could is, is that, that a is thing? That? Oh, he doesn't know. We should run that data through the DNA machine. Yeah, to a thing. Wait, but you love meat, right? He was just telling me I that you do. have like I mean, a, yeah. a crock pot with your name on it. I have um, a not smoker. A, a, smoker. a smoker. I have a smoker with my oh, initials yeah, on it. Where do you get a smoker? My friends got it from, because I, I used to throw a really self-indulgent birthday party called Tanks for Hank. Okay. Where? Oh, right. But you have to give the Hank reference. The, who's, oh, who's Hank? Hank is me. Okay. Um, My full name is Han Tien. Okay. But I go by Hank Tina as a nickname because I had a white substitute teacher in middle school Um, <laughs> read my name as Hank Tina. Oh, my God. Which is outrageous. <laughs> There's no K. There's no K. There's no K. There's no <laughs> just like, just looked at H-A-N-H-T-I-N was like, Hank Tina. Hank Tina, here we go. <laughs> He's walking on the stage. Hank Tina. <laughs> but I love your impression of it because it was like, uh, yeah. Hank Tina? <laughs> like, don't even fucking try. Don't even try. <laughs> Doesn't even try. That's not a name that exists anywhere. Nope. No. So, Tanks so for Hank. So, what Hanks. is this party, Tanks for Hank? So, Tanks for Hank was a party that I threw because, you know, in, in my younger queer days, I was wearing a lot of cut off t shirts. It was like tons of side boob. That was the thing. That's the thing that I thought was going to get me ladies. Um, didn't work. But. Yeah, imagine that not working. Well, it got you lady. It got me lady. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but the whole thing was that I invited a bunch of friends over. 
It was a it was a pop it was a banging party. It was a banging and party. you would bring a tank top. I would bring yeah. add it to the clothesline so everyone could see the array of gifted tanks. It was How like, many Big Dipper tank tops do you have? I actually have a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, because when we would do shows and dance, I'd be like, "Here, put this on," yeah, and then you'd lot. be like, "Do you want?" And I'm like, "Keep it." Give- <laughs> Just giving you the same the thing same over tank. and over I have again. so many tank tops of <laughs> Big Dipper's face yeah. on. <laughs> of yeah. Oh, sorry. Sorry to reveal. No, it happens. It, <laughs> it happens. happens all the time. Okay. We just yeah. leave it out. It's kind okay, of funny. Good. Um, but I, the rule would be like, you know, bring a tank top, $5 or less, come to the party. There would be booze, and I would make ribs, chicken wings, kebabs, oh, yeah. burgers. Oh, baby. Yeah, just like Vietnamese wings and ribs. Uh, we need to go eat some meat together. We go, yes. we need to do that. That would be. I would like so to go to Fogo de Chao, <gasps> or one of those bottomless. I have cr- never been. I want to go. Are you kidding? It's yes. so good. It's like sixty dollars bottomless meat. It's the steakhouses, right? Mm-hmm. Where you like have the little. Do you have? Yeah, the, you have okay. the thing where you flip it over, and if it's red, you like you're like, oh, I'm fine. If it's green, they just come over with like different meats and on they, a stick on the sword, oh and, they and then they off. slide it off. Okay, trigger. Warning. The really tough one is the chicken hearts. Okay, I love those. Okay. I oh, love, yeah, because you- I love freaky meats. I love all the, like, awful. Oh, what I just is had that? pork intestines the other day, and it was the best I've like best meat I've so ever good. eaten. It was oh, like, so oh, good, so fatty. Sorry. No, no, I interrupted you. No, go for it. Oh, oh, oh I'll talk. No, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. Oval is like the word I think that describes all the like intestinal mm-hmm. meats and all the like weird meats that usually get thrown away. But those are my f- favorite. Right, because I you're into like, like tripe. Yes. Mm. You you want to have the tentacle feel. Yes. Whenever we go get fun, yeah. you're like. You always get I'm the like, like the more basic. Can I just get the little, like beef and meatballs? And yeah. I'm like, yeah, let me get the tendon and the yeah. tri- uh. <laughs> The tendon is rough for me because you have to know. To me, you have to know how to eat it, and I just like don't have that. You don't know how to eat. I'm not like I'm not trying to like suck all the cartilage out. Because <laughs> 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 they're literally bringing you the. This is a full trigger warning. We probably have a lot of vegans who listen. Oh. Well, whatever. I'm just um, saying. <laughs> oh, I like the tripe. I don't know what it is, but it's like a little circle, and it's like all like it's got little fingies. No, in it. I love that. When you put that in your mouth and start chewing, ooh, baby, it pops. It pops with flavor. I mean, yes, I mean, I grew up. I just grew up with that. That's oh, like yeah. it's in so much Vietnamese cuisine, and yeah. my mom made us like incredible meals every evening. Bless her. Um, but yeah. I just grew up eating all of those types of meats. I feel it's that thing of like if you if you didn't eat, there are certain things that like I never ate when I was young and yeah. now I'm like I'm like oh sardines like I don't like sushi at all because of the idea of it being uncooked. I grew up in a household where like my parents did not understand what rare or medium rare was. Oh, if God. we ever made meat, it came back so really gray. Sad. And then the first time I had a steak that like was pink on the inside, it was so much more flavorful and so great. But like, there's still something in me because of what I came like how I was raised. And I'm like, is that cooked all the way? Like, I'm always like <laughs> making sure my burgers are like really, really cooked. And it's like it's sort of disappointing because it's I mid- feel like I'm missing out. That Midwest vibe. Yeah, it's that. Oh, that, yeah. That like gray hockey puck of a cheeseburger (laughs) and they just like love fried things anything fried anything fried i had cheese curds for the first time i think what'd you think i like (laughs) i'm in let us know let us know and let us know what you think of cheese curds let's um we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right black we'll be tripe black That everyone, like, <laughs> what were you gonna say? I was gonna say it, say it I, on the mic. I was just like, Do you really have a lot of vegan listeners? I'm really sorry. We just had like a I think, yeah. I think in general, I think yeah. we're queers, so right. I think the Venn diagram of I'm vegan trying to be queers. better. Listen, I have a vegan boyfriend, so I just don't eat meat in the house, yeah, but I can like eat it when I'm traveling or doing anything else. So I feel like pivoting to like a largely plant based diet is great. I again, not to spill someone else's uh yeah sure but i i I know someone who like because of dietary stuff has been instructed 
to eat vegan and this thing yeah. and that thing. And then like after getting their blood, they were like, actually, you should also have bacon and eat these products. You oh, know, like, yeah. like I-, I see the benefit of it, but I'm also fully aware of the like the insane environmental yeah. like yeah. Um, uh, consequences of the meat industry. Totally. It's so, insane. Yeah. It's insane. I know. I've been trying to I've been trying to cut back. But it's interesting because it's the thing about plastic bags. It's like if you take your bags to the store, eventually that behavior will trickle down to something. So right. the idea of like if you don't eat meat seven days a week, that will like if you're like, oh, it's three days a week for me, then it like that actually over time does have an impact. It feels if the math works out. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so it's time for our next segment, which is called (gasps) Food Break. And even though we've been talking about meat and ribs and wings and things. Okay. I didn't get the memo about how much you love me, so (laughs) I went and got cookies Cookies! from Whole Foods. But- um, Talk about your Whole Foods experience. I got followed around the goddamn store by the fucking security guard mm. again. And now I think I want to go back and complain. Like, I think I should. I think- but I don't think anything's going to come of it. Well, you like- should talk to the manager and then you should be like, see, I'm white. <laughs> by talking to the manager. Oh, yeah. I'll be like, this is a very white <laughs> behavior. <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't know. But anyway, I saw them making these cookies on the Great British Bake Off. Great British <laughs> Baking show, whatever it's called. On <laughs> I sound like kimchi. The great oh my God. British, ba- I can't. But anyway, they're like little waffle cookies, and then they're filled with different things. So I got a honey-filled one, blueberry, and just a regular, which is I think caramel. So if you could grab one, wow. they're like hard. They're crispy on both sides, but then when you bite into it, should we do a sampling of all? Yeah, yeah I don't. Okay. I mean, they're all just in the same bag, and they all look alike. So good luck. Oh, wow. cool. Oh, they're cute. These like I've had these before. These um, they do that like melt. Yeah, melty they like melt when okay. you break it in open. your mouth. Mm, they're so good. It's Whoa. so sweet. Hold on. Mm. Well, I love these. That's delicious. I think I have a honey one. I don't that's know. That's what were really the flavors? Good. Honey. There's a honey, blueberry. Caramel. I think I have blueberry. blueberry. I have caramel. I have. Oh. oh! Somehow we all got that. Yeah. I have blueberry. Is it good? It's really good. It tastes, it reminds me of like a cereal, but I can't quite. Yeah. My... Oh, that's what this feeling I, is. I it's can't... like a cereal crunch. Yeah. That's what this That's what this feeling, feeling is. is. No, oh. that's a Here, have some of this so that you can try. Have oh, some. I didn't share. That's okay. But I. Mm, you definitely have the blueberry. I have the, I have the blueberry. I'm a fan of oh, this. Oh, the blueberry. These are like better than pop. Like this is like a pop tart, but elevated. Yes. Elevated Pop-Tart. Okay. And I love the textural, I like the textural like waffleness of it as well. It, this is one of these things Ooh. where- Oh, there's blueberry. What? I, I did not like the caramel. <laughs> <laughs> you said no, no. like someone fun. Uh, no, 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 I'm- pretty, I'll eat it. No, you can no, put you it down. Okay. down. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, no. I'll eat it. <laughs> talking about food waste. No, I'm not putting- oh, no, 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 no. no, I can't. I can't I'll eat it. it. No, no, no. I promise you I'll eat it. <laughs> Is this Parisian? Are these this? Uh, yeah, no. I feel like we're in Paris. What are they? they? I mean, it's a waffle, so shouldn't it be like German? <laughs> like those fucking attack dogs? <laughs> okay, <Jesus Christ. laughs> oh, they're Dutch. It's called a Stroop waffle, and they're Dutch. Mm. Sorry, a Stroop waffle. A Stroop waffle. Thank you, Anna. She's always on it. Anna, you want a Stroop waffle? There's so many. Yeah, get in here. There's a lot. Stroop. Stroop I'm gonna have a second one. This is my breakfast. Stroop, 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 Like it's fun to see you sing live. Like when you like sing your comedy songs, I'm like, oh, she's singing. I can, ca- I can carry a tune. Yes. I can carry so a tune. Can I, I have you heard this? <laughs> yes. <laughs> now tell me about that vibrato. <laughs> I keep on getting. I, I, it's beautiful. Thank you. Oh, it's beautiful. Don't Am I encouraging? I've literally been told to stop singing on the. Podcast. Am I enabling? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, I keep getting auditions where I have to sing, and I I know I can carry a tune, but they're but like I'm, singing. They're auditions. like singing auditions, and I'm like, you guys, please don't make me sing like a pop song. So I've just been going in like singing Madonna because she's in my range. What are you singing? Like, she talks, sings a lot. She talks, sings a lot. No, I sang Don't Tell Me. Oh, That's a fun one. Yeah. I don't think I know that the one. The Western. Don't, don't tell, tell me, me to stop. stop. 
Tell the rain not to drop. It's, it's the one with the cowboy video. And do you make yeah. direct eye contact with people when you're singing? God, I, so far. <laughs> <laughs> do you? Okay, I I think I... First of all, don't call what he does singing. Okay, well... When, <laughs> <laughs> Ever. No, she, you're talking about an audition room, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Okay, so fuck off. <laughs> I, I don't go for auditions a lot. I occasionally do, and I have no idea how to do it. I went in recently. A friend of mine told me they wrote something for me on a tele... You're done with that? I, 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 I forgot that I was holding the caramel in my hand, and I didn't... No, no, I don't want to do that to you. It's good. I don't like you it. Don't. I really don't. It's, it tastes weird. It's no, I didn't make it, and the I'm... security guard followed me around, so if you don't like it, that's great. I can take it and be like... Oh. <laughs> um... So a friend of mine told me that they wrote something for me on a show. So I went into audition for it. And I was given some advice to be bold in the audition. Yes. And I did the bold thing, which was I was meant to be performing like a, at a nightclub. And so my friend was like, what do you do when you perform at a nightclub? And I was like, well, I strip. And they were like, you should do that. Oh, my God. So I went in and they put a lav on me and I like did the the side or whatever, which included like a little bit of performance. And then I started performing and <laughs> they had no idea it was coming. I unclipped my overalls dropped them threw my shirt off the lav went flying then i was in a little speedo and i like smiled at the camera and then when we were done he was like that's a lot of commitment <laughs> so i don't know what to do in an yeah. audition room. i think you're already like a bolder person yeah, in that's... an audition room as is like just walking in at your neutral <laughs> And then, You're already and like twenty percent more bold than body. most people, and then you just went hundred and twenty. Yeah, gave them that's the incredible. Body. Well, wow. I, I mean, could they sue me for sexual harassment? I don't think. I just want. I do. I but how, did you make eye contact? Yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you were making eye contact. Both of them and the camera. Yes. Like, yes. I I haven't had a singing audition live yet. It's all been self tapes. So you know, it's just like. It's me by myself in a room with the camera there, and I'm so awkward. I don't know where to put my eyes. I like don't. I'm like trying to feel the music, but I'm so vibing. So, out. I'm like vibing, and my eyes are closed. I bet I look like a total freak. So. Oh my god, that reminds me of uh, when I auditioned for uh, some college, I, the Unifieds in Chicago, and they were like, "Yeah, just come in and like do whatever you need to do. You don't have to look at us. You can perform sideways if you want." And I was like, mm, "Whatever." And I like did sideways. my whole th- I yeah, like to go I sideways. did my whole thing and my friend went in and did a monologue with their back turned to the person what? and like did the whole monologue like that way and got in to Juilliard. What? Doing their monologue with their back turned to them. Maybe they I was like maybe they wanted choice? that. I was like maybe they did want a bold choice or something, but I was like I've never Maybe they're a good back actor. Oh yeah, getting the muscle. Back well, I mean, they could have taken off their overalls. We don't know. I wasn't in the room. <gasps> okay, it was me. I actually went to Juilliard. <laughs> Are you ready for our next segment? It's my favorite. It's called Fuck Talk. <laughs> this is a segment where we have our guests, and one of us usually tell a dirty, nasty sex story about in the past or oh, something God. uncomfortable Which- or funny. <laughs> Which, if you don't have any, you don't oh, have do- to because no, we do have I- some call-ins. Okay. Oh. We have Collins too. I see. I assumed you weren't going to tell anything, but um, if you want to tell one, I love to hear it. And I, it, I, it it also could be like what you do in your yeah stand-up. yeah no. I have. I mean, I have one story. Um, it's with it's with my very first girlfriend, but we went out to a nice dinner. Um, uh, Longman and e- Long, not Longman and Eagle, Girl and the Goat. You know oh, yeah. that it's like the, the Top Chef restaurant oh. in Chicago. Very heavy. Heavy foods. <laughs> How was the food? Heavy. heavy. <laughs> no, but like lots of butter, lot like mm. just a little too much for the stomach. Yeah. But we like had a bunch of red wine. We were a little drunk, and we went back to her apartment and we were having sex. And I remember, <laughs> oh god, I remember being on top and like kind of like looking at the mirror while I'm riding her, and I start to feel like I'm gonna throw up. <gasps> And, and you know when you like throw up and you think you caught it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm bouncing, I'm bouncing. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like looking at the mirror and I'm like, don't you do it, bitch. Don't do it. Don't, don't throw up. Don't, don't stop this moment right now. Don't do it. And then it like, 
pop, like the the vomit flows up. I thought I caught it. I did not catch it. I caught it in the time in the way that like kind of makes it a perfect spray. Yes. <laughs> and it was just like, and I just remember like dismounting <laughs> and running to the bathroom and thro- and throwing up the rest of my dinner. Oh, oh my God. And no. I was so embarrassed. Of course. I was so embarrassed. Cause like, you know, we hadn't even been like, we hadn't been dating for that long. And she was so great about it too, but oh my God. Was it? And you weren't like wasted. It wasn't no. like a. It wasn't like a like a it drunk a, throw up. No, it wasn't a drunk throw up. It was truly like I think Too the full. mix of wine and butter and kind of like a heavier meal just led to a perfect chemical reaction that my stomach that was like. Sounds like your Friday night. Wine like, yeah. and butter and a heavy meal, but, Ooh, baby, and a dig <laughs> mixed with bouncing. Uh, what, so what? what when you come out of the bathroom, yeah, what's what what's the conversation? I I think it was she was just like, "Are you okay?" And I'm like, "I just threw up." She's like, "Okay, okay." Did you get back to business? No, because oh. I felt so. The, w- it was you come hard. out and she's got rubber gloves on. Yeah, she's already cleaning she's the clean- mirror. <laughs> it's kind of hard to bounce back from that because I did full on sprinkler her room with some vomit. Uh, okay, okay. It, it wasn't like a nice like I didn't catch it and swallow it back down. It was like. <laughs> Spray, mm-hmm. almost like blood spatter. It was like someone had been killed, but like Law and Order SVU, they'd be like, "Okay, well, well like, she was bouncing like this." And then take these samples and back d- to the <laughs> take these DNA samples, machine. Take these samples back to the DNA machine. <laughs> um, wait. Uh, uh, so, so then what? Did you see her again? That was it. No, that that was like we continued to date for like a months later. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. It didn't. It wasn't like an end. It was more like. It wasn't like the story that Meatball told where this guy wanted to come on his feet multiple times. Whoa. Yeah. And then after Meatball came once, he was like, I'm done. And the guy was like, no, we agreed. I would come on your feet many, many times. Mm-hmm. Wow. And then Meatball just walked out of the house. I just left. He came on my feet once, and then I finished. And then I was like, well, we both got what we wanted. But he wanted like three or four times. Multiple he was times like, on he, the feet? He in the messages was like, it might take a couple hours, but I want to come on your feet like three or four times. And I was like, yeah, that sounds great. Barefoot? Yes. Oh, yeah. I think he was no, but- going for the Elmer's glue, like you make a coat and then you peel it off. <laughs> <laughs> okay, was obsessed with doing that as a kid. Yes. Oh, my God. Do you ever remember you, your like, only understanding of the Elmer's glue was like in the thing that yeah. you got with the little orange top? But then do you ever remember the first time you saw the like refill jug? Oh, the it was like oh, the two, oh and God. you were like, "What? It comes like that?" And then you were like, "Oh, that goes in the like." I just as a child, when you like learn the systems of how things work, and you're like, "There are bigger things of Elmer's glue." <laughs> That's what sticks out. Yeah, to me. I remember seeing that big jug and being like, "The hands that I could stick." Yeah. With well, that. you could just dip. You could do I a just full I think my, my imagination was very much getting my hand yeah. in it and just being like, "I wonder how long it'll take to dry." <laughs> I've said this before, that I fantasize about, do you remember the movie Patch Adams? Yes. I think I'm fully just repeating myself. You Uh remember how that, it's that one woman's dying wish, the the actress who played everyone's like fun grandma, she was in Sister Act. Her dying wish is to (laughs) bathe in a kiddie pool full of spaghetti. Oh, really? God, I did not bathe. That's my living wish. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I want to submerge myself in like a bathtub full of lotion. I don't oh. think you'd be able to get out. I just want, I want there like to be like, m- but slip. it's kind of like at a spa when you do like a yeah. mud bath. Like I want to get in there and I want to. Do you wanna... want it scented? No. Fragrance yeah. free? Yes. We fragrance got, no, yeah. I would we get Bath and Body Works. Yeah. We, cherry we, we all. <laughs> no, sorry. We all. We're all, <laughs> we sens- we sensitive all struggling skin skin. from ex- eczema right now. <laughs> eczema? Seasonal eczema? <laughs> No, I just, I'm like, I want to submerge myself in a bathtub full of lotion for not only the sensation, but also I'm like, what would my skin be like when I get out? I would just be like, I would just be like a satin sheet walking around. Yeah. Just soft. Soft as a baby. You would do Bath and Body Works? Yeah, I'd do Japanese cherry blossom, baby. That smell is bomb as hell. That was too sweet. (laughs) No baby, no baby, that, no baby, that's like, no that baby. Was, Here's the it, thing, baby. You don't know anything about Japanese cherry blossom. Wait, baby. wait, wait, wait. I would be moist as hell. Wait, back, I'd be smelling like cherry lotion. Cherry, cherry, cherry lotion. Cherry blossom. Cherry, cherry blossom. I'd be wait, walking down the streets. 
Are there still Bath and Body Works physical stores? Yes. Are there really? That, yes, there's one on Ninth and or Seventh and Figueroa, and that's where I go and get my lady spray for my drag moments because it's like seven dollars for a bottle. I feel like when you walk in there, it you feel like you're inside a Jolly Rancher. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> do not smell. All of them together no. do not smell good. I every time I, I remember when I walked into a Bath and Body Works, I felt sick. Mm-hmm. And then you would leave and go next door to the Hollister or Abercrombie. <laughs> and, oh my God! Do you remember they would just like spray that stuff, the colognes or whatever, Ugh. all throughout the my store? My mom was obsessed with that Abercrombie and Fitch really? men's cologne. She bought it for our home. Okay, not to spray in the home, but to have around the yeah. house, just in case. <laughs> Just, just in, in case. case a teenage boy just came over. Just in case a teenage boy came over. Just She's in case. like, you've got an audition. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Now love this. Now that we're a little older and we understand more about uh, capitalism. Yes. Capital. Cattle pips? Cattle pips. Do you think that that band LFO that had the song, I Like Girls Who Wear Abercrombie and Fitch. Yeah. Do you think that their record label was somehow a conglomerate business yes. of Abercrombie Fitch and someone said we need to write a song that's catchy enough to put Abercrombie Fitch in everyone's ear for the summer I no, oh I don't. you don't think so sing I don't think that they were I, I like, like girls who wear, wear Abercrombie, Abercrombie and Fitch did I, I'll did take I you if you have one wish this is about for the summer for the summer oh and then this horrible line I don't know. I don't that know that song. Song. Chinese food makes me sick. Oh, Chinese uh. food makes me. Oh, that's. Ooh, that's fun. <laughs> <laughs> so, where Abercrombie Fiction? <laughs> no MSG for me. Also, do we all know that MSG is a lie? It's a lie. It's nothing. It's nothing. It's, it's literally such a lie. salt. <laughs> it's a lie. It's a. It's it's a. If you do anything it's today, it's a racist based lie. Google MSG, MSG. is a lie. Because yeah. my mom used to always say she's like MSG. No MSG. Me yeah. And you're like, feel so sick. It makes me crawl up the walls. Girl, it's nothing. I was like, it's salt. <laughs> you're saying that you're allergic to salt? Yeah. Because you your have a other to salt? your other meals would say elsewise. <laughs> <Yeah>. Elsewise. Elsewise. <laughs> elsewise. The real elsewise. Anyway, let's get back to fuck talk. We had Christopher Weston on, who Dipper and Christopher Weston, the porn star, had a very nice connection. They <laughs> later that weekend went to Palm Springs together and went to a pool party. No, apparently we, they didn't have sex, but <laughs> I don't believe it. We both um, happened to be. Well, we both happened to be at Palm Springs at the same party that he invited you to at the podcast. <laughs> I was wow. there on my own. He has like I was there on my own. He has a, <laughs> he is a pup. He is a pig. He has a sir. He's and he's about whole... to get a beached whale. Okay. That's what we call me. <laughs> okay. So, anyways, he texted me this video. Um, also, say about the cigar thing. So, uh, when I first like went into like researching him, there was a video of him on his Instagram story where this guy ashed a cigar in his mouth. And then he ate it and then proceeded to make out with that person. And so when he was on the podcast, I asked him, is that for health reasons? Is that like taking some charcoal? Like, why do it? (laughs) And he said, because he likes the way it pops in his mouth, it's almost like Pop Rocks. And then- uh, And he has a big cigar fetish. Like, it's it's part of the full spectrum for him. Of cigar play or daddy play. And according to him, there's some research that it's not not like- Consuming carcinogen, like it's like a little, like it's not healthy, but it's not. Yeah, we should see it. Run it through the DNA machine. (laughs) (laughs) So he recently texted me this photo, this video. Describe describe what you're seeing. I'm seeing an Uh, older gentleman putting oh ash right on Christopher's tongue. A very huge piece, about an inch of cigar ash. So it's a it's thick. It's really now they're gonna kiss. Who's that drag they, queen on the poster in the Do back? they transfer it back? Is he transferring yeah, the just, ash back? No, I think it's just out. in his mouth and yeah. he's kissing him. Now, and now he's chewing. It's, he's wow. getting a chew. But here's the thing. I don't believe it acts like Pop Rocks. How can it? Is he, he says it crackles the, a little. He wasn't saying it's like Pop Rocks. Because Pop Rocks, there's no, nothing compares. Nothing compares but, to that pop, baby. <laughs> well, the, so the re- <laughs> listen, when I tell you blue raspberry pop rocks. <laughs> nothing compares. <laughs> nothing okay? compares. You ain't going to get that. Do you remember the blue raspberry blow pops? No. Yeah, the ones with the gum in the middle? Yes. Yeah, really good. Remember when blue raspberry was like a thing? Yeah. They don't exist in real life. Did you know that? Blue raspberry. Yeah, that's it's cool. a Wait, actually, fake. Wait a minute, they that's... do. No, I oh, listen to a podcast it? where I think they do. <laughs> well, I'm just going <laughs> into making this up facts. Fight about it on some other. Okay, but so the whole reason I'm showing you this video is that this came in with no explanation. The gentleman on the right is a man from 
Amsterdam. Okay. Who I fucked here in Los Angeles. And then that was it. We like hooked up. And then a week later, did they know? Did, did that's why he sent me the video because wow. he was basically saying, "This guy, I know him, and apparently y'all had sex, and now here I'm gonna take his ash in my mouth and send you a video." And hopefully, you and him will have sex one day, right? I everything is everything. Anyway, blue raspberry <laughs> is. <laughs> Do blue you don't like my Lauren? You don't like my Lauren Hill quote. No, no, it, it's really good. My brain just went immediately to, immediately to this song that's in like a very terrible scene of the L word. That's like everything is happy now, or like it's just like. <laughs> Wait, okay, uh, say your thing about blue raspberries. Nothing; they just exist. Apparently, they they're do? better known as white bark raspberries and can ripen into a deep bluish purple. But it's a shade that's far from the electric blue of the F D and C blue number one, which is like dye color that they use. Uh, and that is from Bon Appetit. So I would believe trust them. Uh, do you guys watch those Bon Appetit cooking videos? On sometimes YouTube? the ones they do back to back. What do you mean back to back? I don't know what the fuck that means. They do some where they have like celebrity guests and they do back to back, and she instructs them. Oh yeah, they have one with Miss Cracker. And right, they're trying to make latkes. So they're oh. doing the so same thing. You try to keep up with the professional chef, but you can't see <gasps> what they're doing. And she has to just be really. She's. A, I like them because for me, you know how people like ASMR. Yeah, I like efficiency in language, and I like clear communication. Oh. And so I like those That's videos. Wow, I like those videos because she makes it really clear. She's like, now on the right, you'll see. Like she explains everything. She's like, now pick it up. Now don't do that. Like she's just very clear about it. Wow, which I love. I love. I mean, my favorite. I like the tiny. I like the tiny kitchens. I like seeing someone make a small <laughs> dog. Am I alone in this? No, those videos have like millions yeah, of views. I like, which one? I the like tiny watch- kitchens, and then oh, they feed it. I like watching. They make a burrito with like one grain yeah, of rice. I love it. God. I like dollhouse versions of food. Not in your I real life. Not in my real life. No. What's no. your favorite meat? Wow. Like, what's your favorite thing to cook? My favorite. I mean, chicken wings. I'm just. I love chicken. It's like chicken wings or. Spe- let's go get Saint, wings. What Saint are Louis we yeah. doing? Oh. Let's go get. We should get wings. Is there a wing place that's like cheap wings? In college, we used to go get ten cent wings. Yeah, I let's think Buffalo Wild Wings or no, whatever has something like that, but that's gross. We, can, we should, go, we should we'll find, find a we'll better We'll find like place. a happy hour bar yeah. place that oh, has a good wing. Bar <laughs> oh, I've heard. Or tavern or whatever in Los Feliz has really good wings. Let's go there. Okay, let's go. We're yeah. going to get wings. Okay, everyone listening, we'll be there on Wednesday, uh, <laughs> December 2nd. 10 p.m. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so real quick, we're going to end. What? Yeah, yeah we've been talking not. for like an hour. It's so fun. L word, good or bad? Wow. Okay. New or old? Okay. For, for, well, the new one hasn't come out yet. And and how many auditions did you do for it? None. Oh. None. Oh, they were probably shooting before you got here. But is it yeah. good or bad? So I think objectively that the L word is bad. As, oh. as, as a show, but as like the old show. Like if you rewatch it, you're like, oh man, these characters are like. It's a kind of flimsy. And you're like, it's kind of telenovela. Does it pass yeah. the Bechnel test? <laughs> <laughs> is that how you say that what word? What is it? Bechnel? Bechnel. 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 Does it pass the Zoe Bechnel test? No, it's not quirky enough. No, her test is her and five men. Yes. The Zoe Bechnel test is if she never talks to another woman. Five seasons. Five seasons of that. Um, But as like a cultural moment, incredible. So important. Loved it. Absolutely loved it. I've watched it three times through. Queers Folk. I've never never seen Queers Folk. The the lesbians on Queers Folk are so so, intense. It's like, it's clearly lesbians written by gay men who are just like, hey, lesbians. (laughs) Yeah. Because she's That's what literally, I've heard. she's like, That's you had a baby, uh, your baby is my baby, and you can't ever see it, and I'm a bad lesbian. Oh my god, That's they're like so intense. Of that shit. Yeah. Oh god. Anyway. At least, at least on the skins. L- Did you ever watch skins? Skins. I didn't get into skins. Okay. That's the British one, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. But I heard it was really, good. really good. Did you ever watch Misfit? <laughs> yes. One of the guys from Skins oh my God, is in I that. It's really love good. Wait, Misfits. Misfits when they get the powers? Yes. Like, yes. Parole or whatever? Their season yes. one was really yes. good. It was incredible. I, didn't it go three seasons? Yeah, season I two, stopped. I feel like it was like kind of iffy. Yeah. Season one is just, if you, if you want to watch just one season of television, yeah, Ramsey's is in it. watch Misfits. Yeah, it's from really Game good. of Thrones. He's in Misfits, and he's good. That's a good show. It is a really good show. And then they made a 
Did they make a U.S. version? I think they tried to make a U.S. one. Some things don't translate. No, they don't. Well, where can people find you on the internet, Tien? You can find me at Hank Tina on Instagram. <laughs> are, is that public? Are yeah. you doing a public I'm now? a public I'm public now. Wait, where was the thing where you dress like Aunt Viv? Oh, I did that for um Sherman's Showcase, which was an IFC uh, comedy sketch uh, comedy sketch show that was really really fun. And I just went on Instagram and searched Aunt Viv. Aunt Viv. <laughs> to try to find the costuming they, on that was, it was so like, good. It was a sketch about you know the Fresh Prince and how they kept on replacing Aunt Viv oh, so yeah. many times that they they replaced her with an Asian woman. An Asian, yeah, I saw an that. Asian I Aunt that. Viv. It's, that was funny. It was really fun. I love that wig. And I loved like everyone was like I loved whoever was in that Bill Cosby looking sweater. Oh, I guess it was a Bill Cosby. But he was great. Yes. <laughs> so funny. He, he was, was great. great. Okay. Okay, well, don't take it out of context. <laughs> where else should everyone find you, Diva? Don't take that out of context. Don't take that out of context. Don't just, don't just cut those together, okay? <laughs> <laughs> she was talking about the man playing the Bill Cosby yes, role. Yes, not yes. Bill Cosby the man. Yes. Just stop saying Bill Cosby. <laughs> Bill Cosby. Crosby, Bing, Crosby. Uh, and if you want to find me, you can find me at Spiciest Meatball on Instagram or Fat Drag Meatball on uh, Twitter. And you can follow our Instagram for the show at Sloppy Pod, in which we will put a, a photo of a Connects box featuring TN on the side. Oh my God, yeah. On the Instagram. <laughs> uh, and you can send us an email at sloppysecondspod at gmail.com, or you can call us and leave us a voicemail at our new voicemail phone number. Which is this. Um, <laughs> Again, that's 213 <laughs> Call in and tell us sex stories, Divas. Okay, we're done. Bye, TN. Bye, TN. Bye. You know, you got to hit those notes. Forever Dog. <laughs> Sloppy Seconds with Big Dipper and Meatball is a Forever Dog podcast. Executive produced by Joe Cilio, Brett Boehm, and Alex Ramsey. Our logo art was drawn by Christian Cimarron. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey. Forever. Forever.